Hello, and welcome to the Entrepreneurs Program Showcase Podcast. In this series, we'll be meeting the founders and idea makers behind innovative Australian businesses, who with the expertise, funding and incentives of the Entrepreneurs Program are making big gains in their industries. This showcase series will focus on how the Entrepreneurs Program has helped these businesses grow, innovate and commercialise a clever idea or innovative product or service. Hello, I'm Alison Drower, and this is the Entrepreneurs Program Showcase Action on Waste. And you might be a little bit like me and at times feel totally overwhelmed by the battle to beat the plastic bottle. It always seems a bit worse on bin night for some reason. Well, Aussies throw out more than three and a half million tonnes of plastic every year, and only 13% of it is recycled, just 13%. Aussie businesses are at the front line of trying to turn around all of that stockpiled plastic waste into a potential fuel or oil source. And one of those businesses doing just that is Lysella Holdings, based on the central coast of New South Wales. We went on site to Lysella's plant in Summersby to chat with founder and chief executive Dr Len Humphreys about Lysella's vision and the Entrepreneurs Program. And I started by asking him, what's in the name Lysella? All right. Well, it's a great question. And uh, where it came from is Thomas Mashmire and I, who's professor at Sydney Uni, who the founders, we sat down in Cafe Mashmire, which is actually his coffee table at home. And we said, well, can we think of a jingly name? And Thomas loves doing this stuff. So he said, what about Lysella? I said, what do you mean? He said, he said lignocellulosic alcohols. That's what it stands for. And the three balls actually come from, where the three balls come from? Well. When you've got wood, wood's made up of three things. Mm. I'll bore you chemically what they are, but it's three things. Lignin, hemicellulose, and cellulose is a main constituency. So the three balls are supposed to represent the main constituencies of wood. And lysella comes from an acronym of lignocellulosic alcohols. I've got to go back to where you got your vision from. Where, 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 what is it about yeah. recycling and, 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 and that world that, that sort of makes right. you excited? So, Goes back again to Cafe Mashmeyer, and we were saying, well, if we have a feedstock, at the time we were bringing this home, there was a lot of controversy about turning edible oils into biofuels. It was a great debate against feedstock versus fuel stock. So Thomas and I said, well, we want a feedstock that you can't eat, you can't grow, and it doesn't compete with the food chain. So therefore, it has to be a, a residual product. It has to be something that causes a, an issue in society that we can solve. Mm. And so we formed the whole basis that feedstocks had to be non-food, non-competing with agricultural activity, and some form of byproduct or waste that we could do something useful with. Right. And was there a market for that at the time? I mean, a market for the product? Are or? you a visionary? Or? <laughs> Well, you know, somebody said to Isaac Newton that he was a, a giant in his field and he, his reply was, I'm not a giant, I'm just standing on the shoulders of giants. Mm. So mm. we were the same. Well, looking, you said the success of, of, of the company is, is 12 years now. It, is it 12 yes, years? Yes, we were overnight success in 12 years. Yeah. What are you most proud of? The team. I, you know, you know, I, you know, in much as, you know, we, it wasn't, it, I'd, I'd like to say it was all me, but I have to admit it wasn't, you know. I'm just the leader of the orchestra. You know, there's fantastic people here. Chemical engineers, electrical engineers, mechanical engineers, process engineers, marketing people, communications people. They just make me look good. I'm pretty bad, actually, but they make me look good. 
Thomas Mashmire, all the years that he spent in university learning how to do science and stuff, you know. So a lot of investment of other people's time helped us, the team is what it is. And as the founder, is it hard to be a little hands-off at times? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm a damn nuisance. I'd hate, I'd hate to work for me because um, <laughs> <laughs> I am a, I'm a nuisance, you know, because mm. you know, part of being a scientist is you're a nosy bugger. And therefore, you know, you, you want to know why it works. Because I was the child that used to take watches to bits. And then your, your mother would come in and, was, and she said, what's the matter? I said, well, I don't think there's anything the matter, but I want to take the bits to see how it worked. And when you put it back together, there's usually two or three bits left over. Yeah. So I need the engineers to tell me where those two or three bits go. Okay. And you obviously surround yourself with very clever people as I, well. I said they make me look good. You yes. guys are game changers <laughs> in, in this particular um, domain of, 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 of waste management so, you know, and the so, circular economy. Yeah. The, the, the great thing in science is a thing called serendipity. You know? it's, not, it's not what you plan to do. It's, some, it's the side effects that happen. You know, when Thomas and I started out looking for this low-cost material, we didn't think about you know, end-of-life plastics. We thought about low-cost material. Then when we looked at different feedstocks, it, that fitted in. And we didn't appreciate the tsunami that was coming for the world of, of the circular economy and plastic oceans and microplastics and contamination. So you know, to some degree, we have to be fair, we were in the right place at the right time. And I can cl- claim genius now. I knew it was coming all along. Of course you did. Yes. <laughs> Support and services offered under the Australian Government's Entrepreneur Program are free of charge for eligible individuals and businesses. To start with, the only investment is your time. To find out more, go to business.gov.au forward slash EP. Let's go back to the, the, the point in, in Lysella's journey when you thought, mm, I need a little bit of help here. I'll go to the Entrepreneurs Program. What did you know about it? Well, we were actually, so because Thomas comes from an academic world, you know, they're always tuned in to, um, to you know, initiatives, incentives. And Thomas, Thomas said to me, you know, we, I'm sure there's some, some program out there that could help us through the next stage. And this is when we were about to build um, what we call Generation 2. Mm. Generation three is the commercial plant. We switched on generation one. When did we switch on? <laughs> January, January 2008. Okay. So in 2010, 2011, we were going to generation two. We thought yeah, we could do with a hand here because this is going to get pretty expensive pretty quick. And that's when we started approaching the commercialization acceleration, the biofuels programs, and all these entrepreneurial things that the government were doing. And the government was being, I have to say, and people knock the government a lot, but we've, we've had tremendous support. And I'm bound to get people throwing wood at me and bricks at me over that, but we have had tremendous support. Well, a lot of people do say it's not just about the money. It's, 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 no. it's that, that's, that's just a nice byproduct of the expertise that's offered. So what kind of expertise do you get for, for, for that kind of grant? Well, you get, you get a lot of guidance of, uh, you know, of, what what they're looking for? What are they trying to encourage? Now, and a lot of it is, they 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 are here to try and encourage entrepreneurs. They want to create work, you know, opportunities for jobs, opportunities for growth, opportunities for new industry. You know, it's called Oz Industry. It's part of that whole program. So that's what they're there for, and they guide you through that. And they also they introduce you. You know, John used to introduce us to other. Hey, you know, I know this company over here is doing this thing that might help you. Oh, okay, we talk to them. And you talk to that company and the most unusual things come out of it. So you're also plugged into that network of other, other crazy, insane entrepreneurs as well. 
who come up with crazy, insane things. What innovation is, is just putting things together that are pretty boring and usual, but you put them together in a novel way. And that's an innovation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And John Grew, who is your commercialisation advisor, how important the fact that he and, and, and Steve Rogers um, click so well? Essential. You know, if they, they hadn't clicked well, John might be reluctant to give <laughs> Steve lots of information and vice versa. So they, they got on really well and that was all part of the chemistry, you know, of the whole thing. When you think about um, the EP journey, what's been the most value for you? Uh, was uh, there a point like uh, we, we know China and the decision to sort of opt out of, you know, of taking Australia's waste mm-hmm. and that of other countries around the world. Was that, was that pivotal? Was that really important moment, a milestone for you? It was a milestone in terms of it, it threw us onto the global stage. And it was a milestone in terms of that because the interest we had, everybody wanted more and more of our material, of the final product to try and test and make sure it was compatible with their processing in Amsterdam or in, in Houston or in, in Japan. And uh, they helped us build a, a, a particular part of the unit, which is a distillation column, to produce volumes that we've never been able to produce before because demand for these went to, through the roof. We couldn't keep uh, up. No, no, what do you, how, how do you simplify what you do you know, when, you, when you're trying to, to explain to someone what is Lysella? Well, I'm a very simple person. Therefore, if I can't simplify it for myself... I wouldn't understand it. So, you know, the, the simplest thing we do is, is we just, you know, I always like a large pressure cooker. And you have pressure cooker at home, you put things in, and you put your potatoes, your carrots in, you close the pot, and it, it, yeah. it, it, it changes them, you know? It cooks them. So our, you can consider what we do as just a large pressure cooker. We put the plastics in, close the top, and we heat it, and things happen. And we get, we reverse the process. So we turn the, the plastics back to the, the things from whence they came, that we can make more plastics. I think that's the simplest way of understanding it. It's, it's you know, the world talks about circular economy, mm. and we're part of that that circle of life. You know. Mm. And do you think plastics get a, still get a bum rap? They, they do, yeah. they do. And it, it, plastics themselves shouldn't get the bum rap. It's it's us that we're being a disposable society that should get a bum rap. Plastics are a great material. It's just that we throw them away, and they got back into the pollution, into the waterways, back into the food chain. But if we truly look to recycle them and, and to reuse them in a responsible way, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong. That's why we call our technology a bridge to a lower carbon future. We can, you can use the plastics in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, the least impactful way on the environment until we find something better than fossil products, which we will. Because you know, our technology isn't just applicable to mm. end-of-life plastics. It's also mm. end-of-life trees, tree residue making bio things as well. Mm. And generationally, that's going to happen anyway, isn't it, with the next generation of scientists? Absolutely. Yes, that will happen. <clears throat> we're, going to, we're going to grow mm. more of the things that we, mm. we need every day, not just to eat, but also the things that we drive in or the things that we, mm. we, mm. we eat food from. Mm. There's going to be more of, more of a sustainable future. You don't have to do it alone. Working with an experienced business advisor or expert can help you solve business problems, connect you to funding, and grow your industry networks. Need an answer straight away? We're available from 8am to 8pm, Monday to Friday. So call 132846.
Let's get back to the Entrepreneurs Program, which has helped you get this far. Um, you know, based on what you've learned through the Entrepreneurs Program, what's your best piece of advice for any small to medium business? Well, you know, don't be frightened of approaching the government. You know, it looks, it can sometimes be daunting, you know, the Oz industry, the industry department. People can be, can be somewhat... Did you find it too hard? No. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Right. Quite the opposite. Right. And I think just, just pick up the phone and you'll find them exceptionally helpful. There's help, you know, like, like a helpline, you know. I'm not sure what I want. I'm not sure how I talk to. I'll start talking to you and maybe you can point me in the right direction. That's the attitude. And and I guess with with the business so far, with the entrepreneur's journey, um, do you think businesses need to think more globally? Or well, a business, a business is a collection of people, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so a lot of it's education. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I think globally because I came from a global business. You know, so, you know, a business, a business should think globally, but then that's just a throwaway phrase. What, what, what helps a business think globally? <clears throat> and when we, when we worked with John, you know, we worked with the international departments and he, we, we, the government actually talks about us when they go over to Japan and overseas. So even if at first you're not quite sure what think globally means, you know, there are, there are, there are departments in, in and I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like a party political broadcast here, but it's what I found, you know. Yeah. Um, the departments that, that help you overseas and, and talk to, we've talked to Canadians, we've talked to, mm. to Indonesians, we've talked to Japanese. We, last, last week, we got introduction to, a, to an Italian from, from, a, uh, from a diplomat, Italian group, you know. It just happens. Mm. And how did you feel when um, Prime Minister Morrison singled you guys out at the uh, UN that particular day in New York? Well, well, the te- well I think the team was overwhelmed, you know, very proud. But, well, they, they, it's their achievement. You know, the team were proud of that achievement, as they should be. Mm. And the acknowledgement aspect of what you're doing, does that drive you on? What, what's next for, for, for Lysella? What's the, in the next five years? Well, driving on almost becomes a, like a snowball. You know, you start to roll and the snowball gets bigger and bigger. So as we start to involve groups in France, major oil, global oil companies, groups in Indonesia, groups in Japan, major Japanese companies, it grow, it, it's self-perpetuating. Because particularly in the circular economy, all of these companies want to be part of it, either by you know sustainable desire or the shareholders are saying, "You've got to do more of this." Yeah. So by desire or by push, it's growing. It's self-perpetuating. And you're not. You've got no reservations about going with that flow at all. You you think there's no speed humps ahead for you? Oh yeah, there's always speed humps. What are the speed humps to to that success? Well, some of them you don't know, (laughs) and because you only find them as you go down, you go down the pathway. Mm. Um, So you know, it's it's it's. Sitting here today, you know, we've got a lot of great companies with us, a lot of great countries with us, a lot of very clever people with us. That tends to mean that you will hit speed bumps. It's part of development life. It's part of any, you know, even steady state world hits terrible speed bumps at times. Mm. Um, but, you know, with good people, you tend to overcome them. Mm. And with, the, there was one question I forgot to ask you during all of this, but it mm. was, um, you know, how challenging is it to commercialise that lovely cat HTR out there that's sitting there, how, can you sell that overseas? Can you sell that to someone? Like, uh, can can you take it to the next level? You can. Well, because what happens is, <clears throat> inevitably, we've had big companies coming here, 
And the first thing they say is it's too good to be true. And then within three or four days, they say, yes, it is true. And they start to believe you. Then they became almost like the pro your own prophets. You've mm. created new disciples. Mm. And they go back out to their world and they spread the story. So, Lynn, when people get onto the business.gov.au website, forward slash entrepreneurs program, <laughs> uh, what, what should they not be scared about when thinking about jumping in and, and having a go at, at, at getting a grant? Just, just, just dive in. You know, don't, don't be, because, you know, people like John and other advisors, you know, they're from industry. They've been through scary things. They've been through developments. They've seen scary people like me and they've guided you. And so there's nothing to be shy about, you know. You know, often when you pick up the phone, you don't know what program you want. Mm -hmm. You don't know what program you're applicable to. You don't know that who you're talking to is the right person. That's okay. Because there's the people there who hear that every day, mm. numerous times a day, mm. and they know their network. They know which department. They know which colleague two desks away. Mm. They know which person in Canberra or in Brisbane you should be talking to. They're there to guide you through that, that organisation. Mm. Find yourself a good business advisor. Correct. They're there at the Entrepreneurs Programme. Dr Len Humphreys, wonderful to take some time out of your very busy life to have a chat with our Action on Waste podcast series. Thank you. Thank you, Ali. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Entrepreneurs Programme Showcase. You can find out more about the Entrepreneurs Programme and what it can offer to grow, innovate and commercialise your business by checking out business.gov.au forward slash EP. Make sure to listen in to our entire podcast series for more great business tips. 